Hey everyone, it's Brother Gary with Hands Across the Border devotional, and we're uh, coming to you live from Texas. We're out and about delivering and picking up scripture. And uh, if you'd like to learn more about our ministry, you can see us on Facebook at Hands Across Border. And so you can check us out there. Well, as you know, we're in the book of Revelation, and we are in chapter number two. We're looking at the persecuted church, the church of Smyrna. And we saw where they were going through a lot of different things. And so uh, we come now to verse number 10. Remember, we covered verse number nine last time and uh, the latter part, and we saw where they were blasphemed or vilified, and they were going through different things. And so remember, they're in a place where you're supposed to worship Rome. You're supposed to worship the leader of Rome, and they have all these different things going on there, the temple for emperor worship, and they won't do it. So they're being persecuted because of that. And now we come to verse number 10. Verse number 10 says, Fear none of those things which thou shalt suffer. Behold, the devil shall cast some of you into prison, that ye may be tried. And ye shall have tribulation ten days. Be thou faithful unto death, and I will give thee a crown of life. He that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit saith unto the churches. He that overcometh shall not be hurt of the second death. And so this is a literal church in Asia Minor, the church of Smyrna. And they're being persecuted. And the counsel that the Lord gives them, remember, they're living for God. So just because you're living for God doesn't mean you're not going to be persecuted or go through trials. Remember, we're in the world, but we're not of the world. And so if the world... Uh, if you were of the world, the world would love you. Remember Jesus told his disciples that in the Gospels? So we see here that even in the Scriptures it says those who live godly will be persecuted. So it's not a matter of if it's going to happen. It's a matter of when it's going to happen. And so he gives great counsel here in verse number 10. He starts off with this. He says, don't be afraid. Fear none of those things which thou shalt suffer. So he's saying this, don't be afraid. Why? Because he's there. He knows what you're going through. Uh, he said, there's more persecution coming. Thou shalt suffer. And he's going to try these folks. They're going to be tried if they're real Christians or not. Remember at this time at Smyrna, Polycarp was the bishop at Smyrna, and he was burned at the stake alive. And history tells us of others who lived for the Lord, and uh, there was a 92-year-old man, and he was abused uh, to death in a dungeon by Emperor Marcus Aurelius. We know of that. We, we hear of a 15-year-old boy who, who uh, was put to death because of his uh, faith. Also, uh, there's nothing new about this. Remember, John, the very one who's penning these words for the Lord, uh, he's on the Isle of Patmos. Peter himself was crucified upside down. And so we can see all of this going on. And what he says here in verse number 10, ye shall have tribulation 10 days. And 10 
uh, is a major, there was 10 major persecutions by the Roman emperors. Uh, there was 10 years of persecution under the emperor. And he's saying, though, this, it's a limited short duration. And so he's saying, listen, you're going to go through it, but it's not going to be forever. Doesn't it feel like it sometimes when you're being persecuted or you're going through trial? Is this ever going to end? And he says, yes, yes, it's going to end. You don't worry about it. It's going to happen because it's not because they hate you. It's because they hate me. And so he says, don't be afraid. I'm going to give you the strength to help you through this. It's going to be a limited amount of time. And then the latter part of verse number 10, he says this, be faithful, be faithful, thou faithful unto death, and I will give thee a crown of life. And so he's saying, be faithful, be faithful. Why? He's talking about the judgment seat of Christ here. And that crown of life, he says, being faithful unto death, that the, that's the martyr's crown. There's many crowns that we'll get. We'll be able to cast them at the feet of Jesus. But that's the martyr's crown, the crown of life. The crown of glory we see in 1 Peter 5, 4 is the faithful pastor's crown. So, pastor, you just continue to stick with the Lord and his word, and he will reward you for it. Uh, there's also in 1 Thessalonians 2, 19 and 20, the crown of rejoicing. That's the soul winner's crown. How many people have you told about the Lord? We see in 1 Corinthians 9, 25, the incorruptible crown. That's the victor's crown, the victor. 2 Timothy 4, 8, we see the crown of righteousness. That's for those who love his appearing. And so the Lord is saying this, to them, and he's saying this to us today, is this, do not be afraid. You just continue to be faithful, and I will reward you for that. Now look at verse number 11. He says this, he that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit saith unto the churches. So he's not saying if you have ears and you're not deaf. He's saying this, I remember when I was a kid, my dad would look at me and say, do you hear what I'm saying? And what he was implying was, are you listening? Do you understand what I'm saying to you? And he's saying this to those of you who have read this and can understand it. The Spirit of God is helping you to understand this. Remember, he that overcometh shall not be hurt of the second death. Now, he's not talking about a work salvation. Never has been, never will be a work salvation. It has always been by faith right? Even old Abraham, he believed God and it was counted unto him as righteousness. And so there are those that try to say they didn't understand in the Old Testament. Well, Enoch was preaching about the second coming before the first coming. Figure that one out. And so Jesus himself said, this was before he went to the cross. You must be born again. So it's, it's not by our works because if it was, God would be a debtor to us. It is by faith through grace. And so what is he saying then about those who overcome, overcome? Well, if you go to 1 John chapter 5, verse number 4, he explains it very plainly, very clearly for you and I. For whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world. And this is the victory that overcometh the world, even our faith. Who is he that overcometh the world, but he that believeth that Jesus is the Son of God. And so here's we have in verse number 11, he says, he that overcometh shall not be heard of the second death. And we see in 1 John 5, 4, 
This is the victory that overcometh the world, even our faith. Whosoever is born of God overcometh the world. You know what he's saying here? Here's what he's saying. This trial, this persecution, don't be afraid of it. It's not going to last forever. You be faithful and I'll reward you. But this trial and persecution will prove your true faith. It will prove your true faith. Are you really a child of God or do you run somewhere else when trials and troubles come? Uh, it will show you where you are with your walk with God. And so trials, we can, we can look at trials as a way to help us with our walk with God. Listen, are you letting trials make you sweeter or bitter? And don't forget, God knows what you're going through. And are you a true overcomer? Have you really repented of your sins and put your faith and trust in Jesus Christ and become his child? Or are you trying to do it in the flesh? Have you been reformed rather than regenerated? Remember, the trying of your faith worketh patience. Praise the Lord. Trials are only for a short period of time. And one day you and I will be with the Lord forever. God bless you, my friend.